Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This is My Thought in One Take, a part of the Ben Burnett Show empire. Welcome into the Ben Burnett Show. Today's episode is unlike anything that I have done to this point. How the sausage gets made. I do three things for Extra 106.3 in the podcast park. I host interviews with people who create your perspective. That started about five or six years ago. When Apid Media came to me when I sat in elected office and said, hey, do you want to host a podcast? I knew a lot about independent media from life, the decade, decade and a half prior. I believe that independent media is ultimately the conduit to where a lot of people who do radio, do television, really make it. You've seen Clay Travis with OutKick. You've seen Dave Portnoy with Barstool Sports. You've seen Ben Shapiro. You've seen Tucker Carlson. You've seen Eric Erickson. All of those guys are household names in television and radio. All of them. Every single one of them. They're all successful. I think a lot of each and every one of those individuals. Where those guys truly separate themselves are the following that they have been able to generate independent of the radio contract and of the TV contract. Until recently, more people would reach out to me on Saturday and Sunday when they would see the radio show than they would Tuesdays and Thursdays when I do the podcast. I've done the podcast for five years. And and the podcast has changed shapes, forms. I wanted to use it to test myself in different ways. I've always interviewed people. That was what I cared about. My favorite show growing up was 60 Minutes. My favorite radio personality of all time is Carson Daly. 60 Minutes, Total Request Live, and all that stuff. Those Those are my childhood. I still watch 60 Minutes. I don't always watch it on Sundays. I watch it every single week. I'm fascinated by the news. I've always been incredibly fascinated by current events. I like those things more then I like politics. But when you sit in elected office and you start getting access to people, some things change. One of the things that I think average people greatly underestimate is that the people who sit in elected office, the people you hear about in the media, the people whose writings that you read, they're people. They're just like you. Most of them live in complete anonymity outside of their current district or town. When I sat in elected office, at probably a 10 to 1 ratio, I would be recognized in public because people would listen to my podcast because App and Media put it out there, and then they would Google me and figure out what I looked like, and then they would see me somewhere. It almost never worked in reverse. It wasn't that, oh, hey, you sit in my little town's city council. And that was one of the things that I knew when I started podcasting, if I had any success with it, that that would ultimately change. When Dickie Broadcasting picked me up about a year ago, I wanted to be able to do different things. I wanted to be able to take issues and unpack them. So that if I ever ran for office down the road, you would listen to me and you would know that even if you disagreed with me for five minutes or 10 minutes, I could confidently talk about an issue. And sometimes we go really, really deep. More people started picking that up. More people started downloading it. A lot of times when you hear me unpack issues, I will do it both ways. I go out of my way to leave the partisanship out of those issues. And I do that on purpose. And that's not for today. That's for tomorrow. 
I want people on both sides of the aisle to look at me as an authoritative figure on an issue and know that I know what the hell I'm talking about. Even if you disagree with my position, that's fine. On Saturdays and Sundays, I host a radio show with Dickie Broadcasting Company, an extra 106.3. That is the hardest thing I do by a country mile. It's a 13-minute segment, it's a 23-minute segment, and it's a 9-minute segment. I bring that to you every single week. I've been on Christmas Day, I've been on New Year's Day, I've been on on Mother's Day, I've been on on Father's Day. Sometimes we do it live, sometimes we pre-record it. The problem with pre-recording it is that news happens. So if I record it and I have it to tug, and he puts it in a radio format to play over the weekend on Thursday, and somebody gets indicted on Friday, my show's not necessarily obsolete, but it's not as relevant as I want it to be. I'll, I'll open the kimono to you guys a little bit. In the last month, I have done over 50,000 downloads. The biggest key to having a successful podcast is knowing how to market it in the right places and continuing to do it. Before you want to scale a show and put a lot of resources behind it, you have to get to 100 episodes. That is the marker that Apple and Spotify and other people tend to look at. And then they look at your reviews and they decide how they want to put you forward. I've done all sorts of different things over time. I've hired several different people to run my social media. It doesn't work. The only thing that works is that you continue to do it and you gain access because you break a story or you have a guest or you have this or that that makes you different from everybody else because the terrestrial media landscape doesn't really change at all. That is one of the reasons why I have chosen. I still, to this day, I own 100% of my content, all of it. And you saw last week when Penn Gaming sold Barstool Sports back to Dave Portnoy. He said, I will never sell it again. Guys, I learned that lesson about 15 years ago. I will never divest from this asset until I am ready to be done with it. I won't because there's too much value in having total creative control. And ESPN and Disney and ABC and the AJC and the Washington Post don't afford anybody that luxury. I have always told myself when I had the ability to stand on my own two feet and do this full time that I would tell everybody exactly what I thought about the issue. And yeah, if I return to a ballot later, does that have the ability to hurt me? Sure. But you know what people are starved for? The guy who will sit there and tell you the truth and not take the political take and not be worried about what they're going to write about in your local newspaper because nobody gives a shit. When you run to Disney, ABC, CBS the SEC network, any of them. Guys, there are certain things that you're not allowed to say on the radio because it's ultimately part of the machine. That is the true value why you have seen YouTube explode. That's the true value of why you've seen people like Joe Rogan take off. I think that guy's crazy as hell. I'm glad he says everything that he says because he's not brokered by the machine, and we need a lot more of that in life. That's not just politics. That's not just sports, which, by the way, is also politics. I have a lot of experience around sports media, sports marketing, and athletics. Tons. I also have a lot of experience around public service. Inside public service, outside looking public service, back in. I understand it in a way that most of you never will, and that's what I always want you to know. But there are two forms of media that continue to grow, even amongst terrestrial radio, even amongst, te- even amongst television. Do you know what those are? Politics and sports. If you think I'm crazy... And you've sat there for the last five or six years and said that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. I was the only guy in the room that ever did. 
When we put the show together, it works in three phases. I already told you, I have to do the radio show every week. Sometimes it's live. Most of the time it's pre-recorded. By Wednesday of every single week, I have to record my thought in one take, which is the issue of the week. Sometimes it is a lot more juicy than others. But to be honest with you, they all matter. I've done everything from Unpack the Filibuster, which is a timeless, evergreen episode that you can always go back and look at the United States Senate and understand. I try to make sense of those issues in about five minutes. The other thing that I do that is by far the the most challenging part of what I do. I already told you, putting together the radio show is the hardest part of what I do because talking for 23 minutes is really tough. Talking on the radio by yourself is really, really tough. And I do it a lot. I really do it to challenge myself. If I can talk to you about an issue or two or three or four issues and tie it back and make it make sense to your life and I keep you for the whole segment, it gives you a tremendous amount of authoritative power and connection with your audience. But the most challenging thing that I do each year, I have about I have between 35 and 40 guests. 75% of those people are around public service and politics. And they only want to come talk to you when they have something to gain. That's what I want you to know about your elected officials. If there's nothing in it for them, you can almost guarantee that the public-facing part of it is going to be no. And I understand so much of that. That's why I interview people in the way I do. My goal is for every elected official or candidate that goes on the ballot to want to come back because they will tell people that that guy was extremely fair to me and he disagreed with me on an issue or issues, but we talked about who I am and how I became the person who believes what I believe. I don't throw darts at people because you can go to any number of outlets and do that. And I can disagree with them, and I always tell them when it's over, I hope you choose to come back. But booking guests for content is hard. If there is somebody that you want to hear from on The Ben Burnett Show, tell them. I would love nothing more than to have access to that, even though I am going to finish July and August at a clip where if you amortize that number, I would do 600,000 downloads. Guys, it's not an election year. My goal in 2024 is to get to a place where I can do a million. If I finish the year doing an average of 600,000 downloads, I can get anybody on this show that I want to get. So tell your friends, go like it and subscribe. I get the question of how I put it all together so often. And when what's really funny is that when you think I'm not busy, I am the busiest. And when you think I am incredibly busy, that is when I am taking a break. It actually works in reverse. I've spent most of July and most of August recording interviews for the fall so that when you come back after Labor Day, by the time you hear the first one, I will have a third of those episodes done. By the time the sixth interview is completed, the twelfth one will be done. And by, at that point forward, I really situationally take, take it through the end of the year. And I have on my friends. I have on the people who create your perspective. I've got some lofty guests coming up starting the week of Labor Day or the week before Labor Day. I haven't 100% decided when we're going to roll it, but we will go straight through Thanksgiving. And then we will do one or two more episodes with people who are from Atlanta who you will just love. Thanks for taking the time to listen to me today. It's been another episode of The Ben Burnett Show. See you around, everybody. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Tonight in Arkansas, there's a mother tucking in her daughter and turning off the light. A business owner is burning the midnight oil. An at-home dinner date is plating up possibility. And it's all happening under one roof. How? 
the power of a conversation, like the one John from Integrity Solutions had with First Horizon Bank about his vision for a sustainable mixed-use building. Now it's not just words, it's life. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash John. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.